Welcome back to Regenerative Entrepreneurs, Making It Happen. I'm Matt Powers, a regenerative entrepreneur, author, educator, gardener, and family guy, and I teach people all over the world how to live more regeneratively. I've launched my own permaculture series of courses online, permaculture books, work with universities, schools, K through 12, families, individuals all over the world, and I'm here to help you find your path. And if you haven't watched the frameworks in the previous two episodes of this series, please go back and watch them so that you're prepared for today. Now today we're talking about scale. How big can your vision get? And how can we really change the world with small businesses? Because the reality is we need to scale solutions, we need to think laterally, and we need to think like mycelium, we need to think like fungi, and we need to completely create a different point of view because again like the stigma of earning money is bad because it comes from a degenerative economy if we can flip that and make a regenerative economy where making money is good then so too scaling to serve the needs of our community and our world will actually be a good thing will scale the benefits instead of scaling the degeneration which is what has happened consistently so i want to start from that space knowing and communicating that i know that that's what the past that's what the stigma is and how we're going to just break that today we're going to break through today you're going to uh, cast a new vision it's going to be bigger than anything you've ever done you're going to see a new path and it's going to be fun. You're going to be excited. It's going to bring you energy, just like the last talk we're talking about, bringing you the energy that you need to make that change. And this is what it's all about. It's about not just finding what brings you energy, but finding the thing that makes it so that you wake up, go to bed, you know, with a spring in your step, excited about the next step, like it's Christmas every night. And if you can bring that kind of connection and immediacy to your vision, then your level of success just immediately um, scales. And it really is having that excitement. And the bigger your vision is, the bolder it is, and the more compelling it is, the more you get that kind of charisma, motivation and momentum in your business. And this is how Elon Musk has done it, right? This is how um, a lot of what Bezos has done has been so powerful because it's those large visions, those macro scale visions that start small that make such a big difference in people's lives. So let's do it. Let's, let's make it happen for you. <laughs> so do you remember when you were asked to do something that you didn't want to do and how you kind of did it? Or maybe you, 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 do you remember the date that you were on and you kind of liked the person and you're kind of into them, right? You know, or, or that math class where you were sure you weren't going to use the information. You sure that you weren't going to do really well. And so you pretended to care. You kind of did the work and it was hard. Do you remember how hard it was to pretend to care? Do you remember how hesitant it was like hard to like make your body move? Your body like, it's like, you know, resistant to the pretending. Have you ever played small? You didn't go all in. You didn't put yourself. Did you know that people do that in their businesses all the time and with their lives, with their marriages and relationships? 
Are you minimizing yourself to fit the image of other people's expectations around you or their desires? Are you avoiding the real drivers of success because you're afraid of success or disappointing or breaking the expectations of the people around you? People are afraid of being successful, afraid of earning a lot and not prepared for that version of themselves and they either keep themselves stuck in a lower potential and wanting to keep things small, knowable, and safe. Or they self-sabotage and destroy things before they get really big. Do you remember that like rock band that was your favorite and they were indie and then they started getting big and then they quit and they broke the band up? Or something happened and the band broke up, one of the members imploded. This, this is real. This is self-sabotage. This is them doing things to prevent themselves from getting too big, from being too successful, from breaking their perception of themselves. So it's, it's work that we have to do internally sometimes to overcome these stigma so that we can actually actuate and manifest those higher levels, um, even though we're capable of doing the work. We sometimes have to do the work in our minds first. Now, you might say small is beautiful, small is possible, but... Small doesn't address the enormous problems that we're facing today. We need dynamic solutions and not token ones. We've got a lot of people doing recycling and backyard gardening being like, no, I've done my part. But that's nothing. We, we need to really change, really change. And the only way to do that is by infecting the current system, providing alternatives that are as desirable or more actually they need to be more desirable and beyond ethics um, they need to be able to compete on the market they need to work as well or better than the degenerative counterparts so regenerative entrepreneurs you know we are catalysts of a higher level of serving our customers uh, our communities and our cultures it's not about the job. It's not another job or service. It's a care. It's a role in a functional system of society and culture. Your work directly builds, restores, and remediates soil, sequesters carbon, grows forests, grows food that helps people, saves seeds, cleans the air, produces oxygen, cleans the water, mitigates the climate, heals you and your workers, helps others indirectly and directly in incalculable exponential ways that are untraceable. And it opens minds and hearts and opens doors as it spreads hope and creates economic stability. Your success in this scenario is everyone's success. We have to flip this economy on its head. Scrooge economics must be replaced with regenerative economics. The Scrooge economics of the past must be replaced with regenerative care. The first regenerative billionaire would be a person that has served the most, helped the most, and healed the most people and land. Their product or service is seen as a gift to the world that keeps giving. Well worth the cost associated with purchasing, renting, receiving it. And because it's so vital and popular, prices drop like a stone and everyone gets access. 
lifting the environment and social standards globally. Though we don't need everyone or really anyone to become a billionaire to make a big difference. Your voice and example can be heard and seen online by billions, and your message can have just a massive effect as any celebrity, politician, or billionaire. We are at the cusp of an entirely new era where people want to hear from people like them, from authentic people, not names or statuses. There's also so much opportunity here that you may easily find yourself you know, a millionaire um, without even trying in the effort to serve people at a greater level. I mean, $1,000 times 1,000 people is a million dollars. So if you are selling something to 1,000 people for $1,000, or you can mess with the numbers, 10,000 people times 100, you know, is also a million dollars. Um, if you are serving enough people, um, you're going to hit those numbers, you're going to hit that service level. And if you feed it back into your business, you're going to be able to exponentially grow and exponentially serve. So that's the idea here. So don't sweat the massive success and don't fear it as well. Because if you have your integrity in line, if you've designed your business so that it truly is regenerative, people care, earth care, and future care, you will be held by that. You'll be be guided by that and you will continue to serve and grow in that way setting things up right in the beginning guarantees that it's going to be right all the way through so how big can you get how do you justify that you're worth it and how are you going to compete at that level let's follow the framework and see all right so number one on the scaling framework the questions on the left and the answers on the right who needs your service or product and now, I don't think we should delve too hard into demographics necessarily because people's needs are pretty universal and it's better if you follow the need and the service and feelings than you focus on individuals because those kind of demographic ways of doing things are not useful in the new economy. They don't work. And, and you'll increasingly see people say that. So people with low energy, health challenges, and the desire to eat healthy and source natural remedies. That covers all people, all education levels. All, like this, this idea has reached every level of our society to a degree. And people from all walks of life are interested in it. And they all need it. How often do they need it? They need it daily. They need good food. They need um, help with energy. Um, they need these things daily. And how big is this market? Well, actually, to just be specific, the, the, it's massive because the energy and supplement market combined is over $200 billion and growing rapidly. Um, it's no wonder the most prescribed drug in America last time I checked was a Synthroid supplement which is um, a thyroid supplement which is metabolism which is metabolic energy which is their energy um, so we're talking about people's number one health concern in America is actually um, that is treated with a medication is energy so it's a huge market and it's only going to grow bigger so what are the markers of excellence in this market well organic regenerative organic non-gmo and then having as few ingredients as possible, this is the trend that people are finally starting to recognize. 
So natural, regenerative, recognizable ingredients only. Um, and works as well or better than the pharmaceutical option. That's why turmeric is so powerful because it's just, it's like hospital grade. And it has ample scientific literature and anecdotal customer reviews backing it. So we really don't trust science alone today. And we don't trust anecdotal evidence alone today. But when you combine those two things, we build trust in an authentic way because we've done the research and we've proven it real by doing the anecdotal research. So what are the leaders doing well? Well, they're providing blended tinctures and myceliated rice capsules. And, you know, they might be doing other things in other areas. Um, I'm just providing examples here with a mycological perspective. So what are the leaders doing wrong? Well, relying upon myceliated rice and bran and overlooking cordyceps, unique power in uh, liquid culture. They're not using cordyceps as much. And liquid culture is a way of extracting things in a much purer, more concentrated form and sticking only to pills and tinctures. There's so many other things. And then how many people are not being served and how can they enter the market? Well, billions are not aware of medicinal mushrooms and herbal supplements and how they can help them immensely. We can help them enter the market by myceliating the already established products and brands. So what do I mean by this? Well, if you look at what William Padilla Brown has done with cordyceps, he is putting his cordyceps into other people's products on the market with established customer bases. So he's inoculating the market through their daily lives with products they're already using on a daily basis. He's hopping in on something that already is inoculated in that area and following that pathway. Very mycelial, very bacterial. What five things need to be true for your business to 10X or be number one in your niche? This next question is so vital. Number one, I need to three time, 3X my growing space. I had left some room for growth, but not you know 10X growth. And then organic or regenerative organic and non-GMO certification. Getting that label on there allows for a lot of market trust. If it's not those things, it's probably not going to be the number one slot. Increase market awareness around cordyceps, right? We're thinking about William Padilla Brown's business model here a little bit. And number four, vital daily usage, value-added ingredient, health product like a tea with cordyceps, honey with reishi and cordyceps, etc. Number five, product partnerships with brands with a large reach. So as you go through this, you see that there's preparation where you're making your product have those markers of excellence. You're increasing awareness. So you're establishing yourself as the expert in that area. And then you're you're creating products um, that are partnership products. And then you're finding those partnerships with brands and launching them when they have large reach. Now, the last one is like hidden. And I know it doesn't fit the five, but I'm just going to put it there anyway, because this is um, extra pro. You're going to establish your edge internal line to complement the partnerships. So what do I mean by that? You know, everyone's like, oh, no, you can sell my book and I'll sell my book on my website. It's like, oh, okay, we'll just be in polite competition. Um, but the reality is, if you really want to drive things, then you create an edge. And like with you know Amazon, most people are doing a little bit cheaper than Amazon to create an edge uh, if they're selling like a book or something, but or a product or something. But if you have an internal line that's complementary, that's specialized, 
that's niche that um, maybe is more costly, you not only reinforce that you're the expert, but you create a high value, you create a market for the high value product that wouldn't have been there if you were the one trying to just sell both that product with a T in it and that product with the high value associated with maybe it's a liquid culture concentrate mycelium. You know what I mean? We, we need to have that difference in the internal line. So maybe the internal line, you, you're doing all those products, but then you're selling the raw cordyceps mushroom powder in bulk. And so they can add it to whatever they want. And you're like, dude, you know, DIY. And so not many people are going to do that. Not many people are going to buy the bulk. But the people that are into your product, that heard about you from all these other people that are on fire about it, they're going to be buying it and putting in their coffee, their tea, blah, 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 blah. And those are your people. And you just found them. And it didn't disrupt the sales for the tea. They're still buying the tea from your partner. But they're also buying the bulk. And they're doing stuff, experiment, trying it. That's the internal edge market, the internal edge line of products that, that you need to develop. All right, so the last question, you might say, Matt, this is just the last question. It's a reflective question. It's a rephrasing of that last question to get a little deeper. What are the five steps to achieving that goal of being number one or 10xing your business? All right, well, number one, you got a 3x my growing space. Number two, get the certifications. Remember, those are actions. Number three, develop and launch educational and marketing campaigns. So that's the how-to for number three, right? Number four, develop value-added products with larger brands, right? And then five, develop edge-complementing product line. Can you do this all on paper? Yep. You can plan this all out. You can decide the top 10 people that you could pitch these products to. You could create the products. You could test them. You could get, you know, anecdotal evidence that's internal so when you're pitching these you speak from the heart speak from knowledge speak from experience and people resonate with that they resonate with the authenticity and experience so doing the work doing the thinking being so prepared that you're confident this is what needs to happen so why does this work you know and and by the way pause this Feel free to print this out and fill it out yourself now that you understand and and do some reflection on your own and then come back to, to this and we'll continue. All right. Hopefully you filled it out and you're ready to roll. Hopefully you filled out all the frameworks that are in this series because they're incredibly valuable resources, incredibly valuable tools for changing your life for the better. So yeah, why does this work? Um, well, let's take it one part at a time, okay? <laughs> First, you're prepared for it. You've taken the steps to be able to provide the amount they'll need and you have the credentials and paperwork to back the back it up to prove the quality. You've actually tasted it, you've done it, you've trialed it. You can speak with experience that it is what it is. You are prepared holistically on all levels. You've also gone and shared your message, shown that you are an expert with the public and that you're a leader, a visionary. And you've now got a following, a community, and hopefully a list of emails that you can just send updates to. 
Now, when you approach the larger brands, they're not just partnering with you or, or hiring your ingredient. They are hiring your brand, your expertise, and the trusted authenticity others have for you that you bring to the table. It's like getting not just the family recipe, but you get grandma and the entire kitchen scene too. Um, it's real. It's more valuable than you may realize. And your enthusiasm is also what they're buying because your enthusiasm is fresh. They're like this large business. They can't move very quickly. You can move like lightning. You're, you're, you're buzzing right now. You're excited. And your, your, your enthusiasm infuses the work, infuses the product. And it all becomes part of this holistic lift that they, they want to be excited to be part of. And they will use your reach as you use their reach and it becomes this mutual beneficial lift that you bring into people's daily lives. And it could be thousands of people. It could be millions of people. You know, when we talk about the amount of medicine that's in some of these value-added products, it might be very little um, and it still could be very valuable and very effective in that product. It, it could not not be token even though it's a little, Right. Um, we look at some of these compounds in cannabis and, you know, a little goes a very long way. And so you could end up helping thousands. You could even be, you know, scaling up to even help millions of people, depending on your product and service and the city that you're in and your scaling plans. And when you continue to develop your own brand in a complementary way, you strengthen your relationship with your partners and also increase your own value and establish even greater expertise, especially as you offer unique and, and niche products. And when you continue to develop your complementary line and business, you strengthen your relationship with your partners. You increase and raise your profile as an expert in the market, in the industry. And when you continue to develop your own brand in a complementary way, you strengthen your relationship with your partners and also increase your own value and establish an even greater expertise, especially after you offer unique and niche offerings. This general to specialize spread partnered with an eye towards delegating, automating, and removing unnecessary components of your business. With that, you can scale and you can keep it knowable, manageable, and ethical. Serving people on a large scale doesn't have to be industrial, overwhelming, or degenerative. We can inoculate the system by bringing high value, high impact solutions to the market regeneratively and ethically. It will infect hearts and minds, and not just consumers, but producers everywhere. We can do the right thing and make money. We can heal the world and establish ways of life that support people, and that you can be proud of and teach your children. Because if we don't, there's no hope for our grandchildren of a good life, of a good future. It's an automated desert world we're moving into where a good life is just out of reach. Social mobility is rigid. It's an economy of sludge and a series of tech giants that have automated the world, won capitalism, and now subsidize the subsistence existence of billions who have no meaning, no purpose, no connection to nature, consumed by loneliness and racked by guilt for destroying the one pure gift we as a species were given, the earth, a perfect garden, our only living planet, and our only home. 
we all have the gift of our body, our breath, and this moment, but it's shared. We are not in a personal, isolated, you know, simulation. We share this breath with all life. We breathe in oxygen that the trees and the plants exhale. We breathe out CO2 that innumerable plants breathe in, forming sugars that are pumped into the fruits and the soil. We drink the water that has been cycled through the soil, the air, the animals, the plants, and the fungi for billions of years. We are a legacy product of trillions of lives. We are legacy products of trillions and trillions and trillions of lives that span millennia and millions and billions of years. Co-creating our breath, our bodies, this moment. We ride on a crest of life that has come before, but we look ahead to a total lack, a cliff, a complete drop off to being alone on this earth. Having all this momentum and having it just stop. Unless we do something, and we do something today, we do something drastic, something that works like nature works, like a seed, like a spore. Unless we start thinking like nature thinks, we won't take the proper steps because those steps are becoming harder and harder to see. We're seeing the distance between them gape and the maws of terrible consequence open up, we must begin to begin to plant the seeds for massive change. Not the seeds for, for personal change, because we got to do that anyway, but seeds for massive change, because you got to do the personal change to do the massive change. It can't be just the backyard. It can't be token. We have to start small with the plan, with the idea, with the vision of going big. So you cast that vision, you use the frameworks, you begin the work, you look at the numbers, you run the numbers, you'll see in no time that you can do this, that you are needed, and there is a path in the darkness, that there are those who have gone before us lighting the way right now. And if you look hard, you will see them in the distance, you will see the guiding lights. And that actually the next video is all about that so stay tuned and get ready because we're going to fill out these frameworks we're going to get ourselves together we're going to talk about it in the facebook group in the linkedin group join those groups if you haven't joined them get in there start sharing the framework results that you have start talking and checking out other people's frameworks and getting inspired getting refined start reflecting upon your dream more and lock that vision in see the details and get enthusiastic. I'm Matt Powers. Until next time, grow abundantly, learn daily, and live regeneratively. <laughs>